When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And at 22 past five, let's go to Phil Cracker, who has spent, and they are going to spend some time here in Perth after he currently resides in Melbourne. Phil, thanks for your time. Peter Vlahos with you. Congratulations. Uh, thanks very much, Pete, for those wonderful kind words. And gee, it was, so, it was, it was wonderful to hear the great man, um, Graham Moss, uh, speak, you know, speak about, um, you know, giving give his congratulations. Uh, you know, absolutely loved him as a person and a, a superstar, probably, well, the greatest football I've, I've ever seen. Mm. I got Mossy on, Phil, only to sort of uh, go back to those late 70s when Jimmy, uh, a year before you, uh, went up to Claremont Oval. He was the captain coach. He just came back from Melbourne after being a Brownlow medalist for Essendon. And his first initial thoughts uh, on the brothers at Claremont. And he gave us a great little insight how close you were, how you worked together, uh, both on and off the field. Tell us about those early days at Claremont and how important they were in your and your brother's development as then uh, Waffle and then eventually VFL footballers. Yeah, I think the important one about that is... You know, I was probably real, real young. I think I went up right about 17, and I was too young to realise probably what was happening, what you know, what was about to happen. And uh, so I had to be guided by, you know, like the more experienced people, like you know, Graham Moss, Dalton Goodin, Robbie Melville, you know, and and all these sorts of guys, uh, all these sorts of guys. So I was lucky that um, I was guided in, in in that sort of direction because. You know, all I wanted to do was, you know, get out there. You know, I wasn't into a lot of hard work training, that sort of stuff. So, you know, there was a lot of people that had a lot of work behind the scenes. Barry Price was another one that was at Claremont. Mm. So I was extremely lucky to have that that sort of support. But also prior to that, there were some incredible people down in the country. Um, you, know, you know, that was guiding me down there as well in Mount Barker. So, um, and then, you know, my parents as well. So... Mm. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was lucky. Yeah, well, Mossy mentioned that. He mentioned your dad, Eric, uh, and your mother, Phoebe, who was such uh, great guidance for you and Jimmy when you came up to the big smoke here in Perth. Uh, and no doubt they were pivotal in your development. Yeah, no, absolutely phenomenal. They were, they were, you know, they was uh, everything to Jimmy and I. And, um, and uh, you know, we really... You know, basically played uh, played football or played sport. Uh, always wanted to make mum and dad proud. You were here and you saw Claremont with Mossy win a premiership in 1981, which was a special moment for the brothers and a special moment for Graham Moss when he came back from uh, Melbourne to take uh, his beloved Claremont to a premiership in 1981. Do you remember that day? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, quite clearly. And... Um, I remember the, the, the days and the years leading up to that as well, where, you know, 1978, Clement missed out on the finals by 0.01%. 1979, uh, Clement went out. We finished, I think, roughly on top of the ladder. And we played, went out straight sets in both finals. And then 1980, uh, went out in the first final. So there was been, a, you know, there was a lot of... Um, 
Uh, what can I say? There was a lot of um, sadness uh, at, at occurred before we actually got to that, you know, wonderful day. I think it's the third or fourth of October, nineteen eighty-one. Mm. How did you get to North Melbourne? Was Ron Joseph involved in any way? Because he was sort of pivotal in that era in trying to build North Melbourne, as he did during the seventies and early eighties. Was he the architect in getting the crackers to Arden Street? Yeah, absolutely, he was. And uh, there was at that particular time, it was around about nineteen seventy-nine, it all it all took off. Um, and uh, Geelong Football Club, uh, they came. Uh, and then the person that was behind the scene at the Geelong Football cr- uh, Club, uh, Love in Delhi and uh, Rest in Peace, uh, was Polly Farmer. So Polly was worked at McInerney Forge with Dennis McInerney. That's right, he did too. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the late Paul, Polly was um, uh, one of us to go to Geelong and et cetera, uh, all that sort of stuff. And the media at the time, they made, you know, for, for example, they used to write in the papers, Polly won a cracker, that sort of stuff. Quite <laughs> funny. <laughs> anyway, so and then and then Ronnie Joseph came over at the same time, seventy nine, and we, we we started from there, and it was it was kind of it was kind of trying to weigh all up, uh, go to North Melbourne or, or go to Geelong, but the first thing we wanted to do was uh, hang around in, in Perth because uh, it was a pinnacle, uh, been playing West Australian football. As a kid growing up, that's really all I ever wanted to do. Um, of course, um, yeah. And um, anyway, where was I? And then, yeah, so, and then it just came down to North Melbourne and Geelong. And then eventually we decided that uh, we'd go to North Melbourne. And what we'd done is we signed a, a, a deal or contract that we had to get over there within two years. So we, so we signed in 81. Uh, sorry, we, we, we both signed up in 1980 to play for North Melbourne, and then we had two years to get over there. Mm. And you got and, there in 82. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, in 82, because we won, we won the premiership, luckily, luckily in 81. Uh, uh, and then, um, yeah, then once once we won the premiership, uh, uh, it was time for us to go and, you know, have a go elsewhere, both of us, Jimmy and I. Yeah, and of course, uh, you carved out a great career at North Melbourne, 141 games. You led their goal-kicking, actually, on three occasions. You played, as you know, as a very wily uh, half-forward flanker, kicked plenty of goals with your left peg, and Jimmy, as we know, was a, a penetrating rover, as they term them now, midfielders. But your telepathy was always there. I reckon Jimmy knew where you were and you knew where Jimmy was. You used to link up a lot, didn't you? No, absolutely didn't. And that comes back to, um, you know, clearly being brothers and living in the same house and, you know, our family and and um, and just and just got, you know, like, so used to sharing things, if you like. Like you, like you share your food, you share, you, you share your presence and and you share, you know, so many things as you do growing up as a, as a brother or sisters. And uh, so why not share the football? Yeah, he's a great man, Jimmy. I know he went through a few little tough times, uh, as we know, and you would have been there supporting him during that period yes. of time. I'm actually looking, uh, Phil, at the Nicky Winmar statue. Our our broadcast uh, radio station is at Optus Stadium, SENWA, and I can see Nicky Winmar, yes. that iconic uh, figure where he's pointing to the colour of his skin when he was playing for yes. St Kilda against Collingwood. How difficult was it for you and Jimmy, being, of course, of an Indigenous uh, race and being a different colour, did you cop a lot of abuse during your waffle and your VFL days? Oh, all the time. Because it was, it, was it was deemed as a tactic. 
uh, you know, by, by the opposition. So, you know, the op- and, and where, where it was really, really, really tough, like you can kind of, to some degree, it's not acceptable, but you can kind of hop it beyond the fence, what takes place. But in our case, it was actually right out on the ground. You know, where you know, you know, where players would call you all sorts of names, and um, and that was the hard part, and uh, no one did anything about it, and 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 that went on for decades. So saying that, uh, I know Jimmy was uh, more the brawler than you were. It was at times it got yes. to Jimmy more than it got to you, hence why he got involved in a few melees and a few fights on the footy field. Uh, pretty pretty much. So Jimmy reacted straight away. You know, where I I I probably try to. Try to find another way if I could, you know, like rather than, you know, being suspended and all that sort of stuff, I, I would, you know, try to, um, you know, kick a goal or lay a tackle or do something different, you know what I'm trying Yeah, but it, no, did it get to Jimmy Moore? No, it didn't. Um, it got to me. I, I, I still hurt from uh, the remarks. Um, you know, you know like it, was, it, it, cut, it cut really deep. And, and we're talking, you know, decades and dec- uh, you know, decades of just. You know, racially being abused on and off the field, mm. and off the field you can you can cop to a degree, but not on the field. Yes, do you think it's improved over the years, Phil? Now you live in Melbourne, you would see a lot of football, you'd see a lot of uh, players talk to them. Do you think it's improved uh, the racial aspect when it comes to our great Indigenous players and and what they received over the years? Yeah, I think I, I think to be honest with you, the um, um, it's improved as as much as. There are now uh, almost every AFL club have got four, or five, three or four, three, four, or five Indigenous players playing for them. So, um, so from from that aspect, there's no one that will uh, uh, the the players are going to say anything about the the, uh, the opposition players because they've got Aboriginal players playing for them. Mm. Where in, in in my day, in Jimmy's day, uh, there was myself over there and the, the late Morris Rowley, yes, rest in peace, and um, all the other clubs never never had an Aboriginal person, so they would not understand. Mm. Where in today, so that's where it's improved. And from the crowd's point of view, um, there's a bit more. You know, the AFL puts things out; they try to stamp it out. So, from the crowd's point of view, people are not no longer saying it as much but they will always be thinking it. Mm. Who was your hero growing up, Phil? Who did you look up to as a young boy? Oh, there were so many. There were so many. There was people like Billy Walker that I met last night. Um, there were there was people like Malcolm, uh, Mel, Mel Winnan, mm. Cowboy Bygrave. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 so many that, uh, that I looked up to. Then from Clement Dave, Bruce to Parisel, you know, um, uh, the Hall brothers. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was, was just... Yeah, I, I was I was a football lover. I, I, I love um, um, you know five or six, ten players from every every club. Mm. What was it like last night? It would have been a special moment for you, as I mentioned. Jimmy now lives, of course, back in WA. You've decided to reside and stay in Melbourne. You would have loved coming back last night. I, I, I loved it, and the biggest thrill I got was um, you know like uh, seeing Alan Watley and all. Uh, Graham Moss again, and um, uh, I, I saw, um, you know, seeing what's uh, Mel winning. I think Mel, I think, I'm pretty sure Mel got inducted as a legend. Yeah, he got legend, he got elevated last yeah. night, yes. Yeah, and to, and to me, that was, you know, that's childhood memories. That's that's a dream that I wanted to one day, and, um, 
you know, it's what I wanted to be to be like these guys, be a good footballer like them. And mm. uh, I, I, you know, I done all right, but I, I wasn't at that level. Uh, Phil, yeah. you were born a year after me. I was born in the same year as Jimmy. You were bloody good footballers, mate. Uh, I never supported Claremont, and I used to dread being an East Perth supporter when we used to travel to Claremont Oval and the Cracker Brothers and Warren Ralph and Graham Moss were at their best. We had no chance. And let me tell you, when I look back on it, it was one of the thrills now as a broadcaster, and I've been a broadcaster for a long time, that I reflect on just the enormity of what the Cracker Brothers produced here in Western Australia when they went to Victoria. So, mate, it's richly deserved, uh, Your Honour. Uh, it's great that you and Jimmy are now both in the West Australian Football Hall of Fame. And, of course, uh, uh, your nephew, Andrew Cracker, has been doing some good things as well now in the media. And, uh, of course, the Cracker name does live on. Also, of course, Nathan played with Port Adelaide and the Gold Coast as well. Uh, so the name does live on, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And there's another little young guy playing at the Western Bulldogs. Uh, um, he's, he's my young, um, my niece's, uh, my sister's. Yeah. Uh, that's his grandmother, uh, Arthur Jones. Oh, and, oh and yes, right yes, now. yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, I think yeah, he made yeah. his debut so, here at Optus Stadium during the season, if I yeah, recall. Yeah, so he's a cracker. And I'll tell you something, what, what a lot of people don't know last night, after I, I received the award, and I was walking down the stairs, and not a lot of people know because the camera went elsewhere. But as I was walking down the stairs, uh, my pants fell down all the way down to my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope you were wearing jocks there, Phil. I had jocks on, and, I, and all you could see was right down to my ankles, and a guy, a guy rushed out the off because I. So, so really, uh, for me, last time. Well, yeah, it was all the same, but it was also the all, the, uh, the all of shame. You know what I mean? Uh, good on you, so, Phil. Someone's just texted in and just said, uh, don't forget, Phil, uh, to mention, Phil, about the great Billy Dempsey, of course, who was there uh, last night as well, a legend of the game oh, here in yes, WA. I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, I, not. I, I actually spoke to Bill on the table. Uh, I, I saw him outside. I just said to him about, you know, some of the days we spoke about and the great Polly Farmer, the Bill Dempsey. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Peter Peter Stewart and you can you know you can go on and on right. and on and um, I, I love them I, I love those guys the way you know I, I wanted to be like them I, I don't think I quite got there but I've done my best. Hey Phil, I've mm. loved chatting to you, mate. It's been a really good conversation. Uh, as I said, I recall you as a young boy uh, running around Claremont over. You were some footballer and congratulations on last night. You're staying in Perth for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, I'm staying over for a little while because what happened is I I lost my license over in West Australia, ran out of the over in over in Victoria, ran out of the merit points. So I, I had to get a, a, a motor mine or guy to drive me over here, and uh, and then um, so I'm waiting for him to t actually take me back. Yeah, because you and, drove across and, another uh, board to get here, didn't you? No, because another ball well, I didn't because I've got no license. So I ran yeah. the merit points. He, uh, the guy I came with, he, he drove across another ball. Okay. And um, so yeah, so I'll get back eventually. But it, I want to I want to hang around for four or five days because I want to visit as many families and friends as I can. Yeah, it's a great, I, uh, mate. It's yeah. your, regardless of you living in Melbourne, this is your home. This is where it all started. Mount Barker and Perth. And mate, thank you very much for joining us on the program again. Congratulations on last night, richly deserved. Pleasure, and all the best to you and your radio station and, and, and your family and everyone. You're a good man. Good on you, Phil. Phil uh, Cracker joining us here on the program, uh, inducted in the WA Football Hall of Fame. We are running so far over time, but I couldn't cut him short. It was brilliant. This is Sports Day WA.